man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Two Brothers from the Same Mother podcast. I'm Charles. This is Nick. And we're going to dive into our, our, our first topic. Uh, the question is, what did the world or life experiences teach you about how a man is supposed to be? Think about that question real quick. I want to play this video clip and man, just check it out. Here it goes. I talked to y'all for a minute. Being a man and trying to learn how to be a good husband and a good father and a good person and still know who you are outside of those roles um, is challenging. I'm learning more about what a man really is because I got this on-the-job training here. Just getting to a point where I'm frustrated because all these things that the world taught me that a man was or a man is supposed to be, that shit is supremely unhelpful right now. I ain't got no answers, man. I'm still figuring it out. You let the world tell you what a man is. A man is the sum of what he does for his mother and his family. The longer I live, I'm beginning to realize that that is entirely not true. A man is so much more internally man is what he thinks about himself when nobody's around. A man is how he treats himself when nobody is around. What he does with the guilt that he has, how he manages his relationships, how he manages his rage, how he self-reflects, how or if or when he apologizes. It's a lot, man. Starting to realize that men are more complex than the world leads us to be. Realizing I'm more complex, man. I got needs and stuff I never realized. And now the new game isn't identifying my needs. It's actually being comfortable talking about them. Alright. So that was some really heavy stuff right there, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. every time I listen to it, it gets your boy thinking over here. So, so jumping into it, man. Like our perspective of being a man. Like, what what was that like for you? What was that like for us? Well, back then, you know, we've always been told that you know, big boys don't cry. Boys aren't supposed to cry. Boys aren't supposed to show any emotion. Yada yada, so on and so forth. I say, f all of that. I like you know, don't don't be henpecked. Don't be you know, tucking your tail between your legs. You know all that stuff. Right. And it's like, in a way, I get it. Like I'm not gonna get punked anything, but in a certain situation, in a certain in certain situations and certain dynamics, sometimes it is completely okay to show some emotion or if you're not comfortable with being in the lead at a certain point, let somebody else take the lead, you know, let them, you know, take the reins for a little bit. Like it's all right. Like, I mean, the, the thing about it is like when, when, when we, when we talk about perspective of being a man, we can only go off of our life experiences and nobody else's. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are facts the way that we see them. So just growing up, just in our environment, I witness uh, what a man is, is aggressive, strong, protective, hardworking, unemotional. All that machismo stuff. Yep. Uh, funny as hell. Angry, nice, rough, confident, cocky, helpful. And, Can't nobody tell me yeah. right. <laughs> and, and 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 to top it off, sensitive. Like I've seen, like like it's just the sensitivity. It's a level of it that gets suppressed and pushed under the rug because, like yeah. you just said, you don't want nobody to see that. You know, you a punk or you weak or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, when, when considering all of those things, like what effects has it had on your relationships? In the very beginning, when I was getting out there and stuff on my own, it had a profound effect. Like, you know, I, I look at the men in my life, the father figures, well, my father and role models in my life, and I try to emulate them. Thanks. And it's like, I can't be like them because that's who they are. It's not me. Right. And when I was finally able to realize this and let that go later on, way later, then I start to realize, I'm like, oh, 
people actually like this side of me. I'm not, you know, it ain't about being sensitive like a punk. Being a lot of people will be like it's sensitive to the fact that you're in tune with your emotions and others' right. emotions as well. You can empathize, and right. you don't just be like, "Get over, it, man. You'll be fine. Rub some dirt on it. You're fine." I mean, so no. with, with, but with the part that you like, so with the part that you are not trying to be like, like what what substitutes that piece, or what like what fill in, or what void, like what is being filled in that void that you, that that you're trying to like not be like for me i know it's, i never wanted to be i never wanted to get got or be exposed mm-hmm. and that's how i went into my my relationships uh i didn't i never wanted to appear weak or simple-minded you know what i'm saying i i was always controlling if i didn't control it man i was out and if i didn't see something i didn't like something that that, that a, a woman did or somebody did like even not even just talking about in Mm. Um, uh, a male female relationship, but just male male right. relationship. Like if something right. was done that I didn't like, I was done. And how I cope with it, it affected me because I, I I internalized it. My the way I would do it, uh, I'll go with the you know male male relationship. If something somebody says something to me I didn't like, or you know like it, it kind of made me feel some kind of way, or it's just like yo that ain't uh, what the hell wrong with you? You know right. trying some stuff at first. I would back in back in my younger days, I would be like, you know what, I'm gonna let that slide. I'm not I ain't trying to cause no trouble, whatever, yada yada. Yeah. But um eventually I got to the point where I'm like, no, we finna talk, we finna hash this shit out right now. Yeah. All right, what you ain't finna do is yada yada, so on and so forth. And that kind of made some relationships rocky. But yeah. then I got to the point where I could uh I could. I got express to the point. Where I, yeah, and I had the friends around me where I could express myself to the point where it's like, let's just talk it out. Hey, yeah. look, man, like it wasn't cool, you know, like yada yada. And uh, I, it, I think I, I just think that it's very key that yeah. other relationships play a, a big part, a major role in right. what we're learning now as adults. Now, of course, you you wanted your mother and your father to be those things to provide that foundation for all of this stuff that we struggle with to this day. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you, and then you, you talk about, which is the next segment is emotional intelligence and maturity, yeah, like yeah. just being able to express and release your emotions in a way that that's healthy. Right. Cause most of even my cop out used to be just when something, when something went wrong, if I didn't know how to verbally, express it then i just stay quiet until i could find a way sometimes when i found that way it was too late yeah. the situation had already passed and then yeah. i'm sitting there looking like an idiot because i'm just it looked like i just got been, i've been pushed over or whatever the case may be right and uh all those man, emotions man you gotta, <laughs> i didn't know how to let them out exactly like I, I, I didn't, so i first thought like when you hear somebody say you know what what does expressing or releasing your emotions look like my first initial thought is man i'm crying yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm boohooing i'm letting it out that's what that's what the world taught me and my experiences taught me what emotional meant Yep. Oh, he crying. He 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 whining. He's he's emotional. Shut up. Stop all that. Cut it out. Right. You better dry it up. Right. Like what the hell. And that <laughs> I mean, and that that is part of. Uh, there was a conversation that I was a part of uh, on Facebook talking yeah. about toxic masculinity. Yeah. There's actually a book out there called Dissolving Toxic Masculinity. That's that's really profound and in depth, and it goes into some things. And some of the things I'm like, because of my habits and my thought process, I'm like, man, I ain't doing that. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, but it's still like right. trying to untrain that, you know, unlearn your habits that you've just been so accustomed to through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just being able to communicate without causing harm to you or other person. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's is a way to be able to express yourself emotionally without causing harm or hurt. Just owning your emotions pretty much and being responsible. Yeah. I struggle with that. Like, I, I struggle. <laughs> 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 Me too, man. Shoot. Uh, you know, like we have our we have our moments of clarity and those epiphanies and whatnot. My very first one of when I was like, you know what, this is okay. This is cool, even though it probably wasn't in the setting. Yeah. I, I hate to go back to this because it was so long ago. Do but it. 
I mean, it, it was doing a football game. I want to say it was my senior year, mm-hmm. and I was playing tight end and defensive line at this point. But we were at, we were at Grady Memorial playing against, I think, North Atlanta, I think, and uh, uh, it, it, one of them Atlantas. So last play of the game, one of the last plays of the game, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm running a go route straight down the field, wide open, all right? Nobody around me for yards. Yeah. I look back. I see the ball coming. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> I remember, dude. Yo, Go ahead. Like, oh, snap. So I speed up. I'm hauling. I was talking about freaking head back, finger straight, running. Right. I dive. I'm talking about I laid out. Sucker, doggone ball, hit my tip of my fingers, like maybe down to the second oh. level. I couldn't pull it in. And we would have won that game had I caught that ball. Oh, and so, so the That's end sad. of it, yeah, the end, the end of the game, you know, I come to the sideline, you know, it's just like – you know, coaches consoling me and all that junk. And I wasn't crying nothing, but it wasn't until the clock hit zero. And, you know, I'm like, ah. Did it hit you? Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I'm trying to hold it in. You know, I'm in my shoulder. You know, we, I'm, a fool. I'm a football player. Man. I ain't trying to cry. Straight you know? up. So, I'm like, you know, I ain't trying to be out here on this field crying and junk. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Screw this. Ain't no point in holding it in because they're going to come out anyway. And I'm right. probably, and I ain't, ain't going to ugly cry. So, I might as well just <laughs> – let it out. But ain't nothing wrong with ugly crying though. No, man. And so, you when know, pop, yeah, pop, pop, uh, we were getting we were waiting to get on the bus. We were coming out of the locker room, getting on the bus. Yeah. You know, pop was out there, him and Scent, and uh, he saw that again. He he even I think I might have heard him at one point. He got up. What did he say? And uh, he was like, Oh, yeah. I was like, Oh shit, no. <laughs> and uh, you know, because he got up, he was like, Go, go. He was on his feet, and when I came out to the bus and everything, they were waiting on us. And Pop, you know, he saw me crying. He was like, "It's all right, boy. You know, yeah. shit, it happened. You right. know, just, you know, just, you know, got to get on to the next one. You know, I don't think yeah. he really knew what to say because I was hurt. Man. He, he didn't. He did, and, and that's that's the thing, though. Like, if you're not really in tune with that emotional side, like, only thing you know what to say is, "Oh man, we'll, we'll get the next. One. We good. You, yeah. you all right? You all right?" To try to get you to like wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it, wrap up, wrap up your emotions. Man. You, you good, you straight. Yeah, and, and second time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. Like, it, it's I don't know, dude. Like, I, I've come, I've come to learn that emotional intelligence is a skill. Just yeah. like, just like with football and learning the skill, learning how to be better, learning how to be good and great at what you do and master it. Right, like, it takes practice. In order for you to be get, to become really good at a skill, it takes practice, and then it's just some uh some are just better at recognizing and communicating them the, those those emotional pieces than than others. Right. Like right. Some some people just got it. Like our cousin right. who who will remain nameless just like she knows she like she got it. <laughs> I, I talk to her all the time. She got it. Yep. Yep. And and. Uh, how you deal with all this stuff? Like how you deal with all these emotions? Because humans are complex creatures, period. Yeah. And like, especially when it comes to your relationships with your significant other or your partner, whoever you decide to be, or partners, however y'all do it out there. Yeah. Um, like, prime example, when I see some shady stuff going down in my relationship, or she's she may have been doing something shady, or I'm like, oh, I ain't stupid. I might have been born at night, but I wasn't born last night. You know, mm-hmm. like. And I talked to, I used to talk to him about it. Like, I don't like how this is going. You need to chill out. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get angry. Like, you know, what the F is wrong with you? Do you right. think that's okay? Yeah. What? Are you out of your, you know? You of, but what I should have done was took a minute, let it out some other way before I talked to him. And then come at them with uh, a calmness. Be like, look, we can hash this out right now. Now, I'm calm. However you react is going to determine how this goes. Well, I mean, even if you're calm, it's still it's still your language and how you how you approach that situation too. Yeah, and it also ties into it as well. You could be yeah. calm but still be shooting daggers. Straight up. Like you can still like even even if you express yourself in a calmly manner, a calm tone, it's still there's a tendency for you to hurt others. To so just like to like to cover up your insecurity. But you, you're able to do it in a very calm manner to where it's like, I'm throwing this, I'm shooting this dagger at your ass. Like, you're going to catch this dagger. <laughs> you're going you gonna to feel it. Like, you, you feel my comments? Like, this is this is the calm before the storm. Like, you about to catch like, it. 
Like I'd rather you just can you just yell at me and cuss me out. Right. No, no, I'm not. I'm not about that right now. All right. Man, I, mean, I feel like we we like we we're sort of like onions. Yeah, yeah. Like if if we when we when you cut that that root or that bulb, it starts that process of releasing the gases that make make a mug cry when you cut the onions. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. just that came in. Dad, you crying? No, nah, I ain't crying. I'm just cutting the onions real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and how many layers that sucker has that you got to peel back? Like, exactly. That's what, that's, and that's what that's that guy good. was talking about. Like. Like and I told Pop about this. Um, we were talking about this with some other stuff that's went on, mm-hmm. and I was saying like, men are so complex to the point where we are like an onion. Yeah. Think about when you cut that sucker open, the gases that release, and then when you look at that onion, how many layers you can keep peeling back until you get to the core yeah. of that onion. Like it, it, it's it's. I don't even know how to explain it, man. Like, I mean, that's, that's just what it is. You explained it. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's there are certain things at the root of us that when it's nicked or cut or opened up, like, we don't know how to deal with it because it's it's been so suppressed and just pushed down for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know how to deal with it when it comes up, especially if you don't have the intelligence, the emotional intelligence to be able to handle it and deal with it. Right. Like, it's It's tough. I think that therapy, for me, it cuts at those roots, but I'm also giving tools to help heal from a right. lot of things that I've had to deal with, things that I never thought I was going to have to deal with that gets brought up in life. And it's like, dude, I'm lost. I'm I'm completely confused. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I'm at a, right. a basic level of understanding what this is and what it looks like. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... What kind of space was created for you and I to show emotions or to even talk about our feelings with no judgment or fear of being talked about? Let's touch on that for a minute. Like, was that even a space mm-hmm. for us to be able to show emotions or talk about our feelings with no judgment? Now, you know, we we roast. Now let's oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we talk about people. We talk about like even even with you and your situation uh, at Big Mama's little. Uh, yeah, just about to go to that. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, y'all let you do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to go all the way into detail. Oh, no, 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 okay, no. See, here, here, here's the deal there was never, because of what was going on, mm-hmm. there, I, 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 there wasn't any space, yeah. there was no space whatsoever. But for those little pockets of time, mm-hmm. depending on who I was talking to, yeah. there may have been a little bit. There may all right. I take that back. There was a little bit, depending mm-hmm. on who I was talking to. Who was outside? All of us. All of us. But like when I started, when I was talking to the men, like y'all, like man, you better yeah. try that junk up. Yeah, you better, you exactly. find another. You find <laughs> she she her loss. You find another one. Right. Get that. Know, like, like like bump that junk. You here with your family? Man? I, I know that. You know, and I'm yeah. trying to be. I'm trying to be strong. Right. But uh, right. you know, like but when it came to talking to. Some of the women, our cousins, our cousins yeah. they were the more like, all right, look, I know this sucks. Empathetic. But like, what can you do? Yeah, yeah empathetic understanding. And this yeah. is the thing. And this is why women live longer. All right. Like <laughs> facts. <laughs> like y'all, that, but that's like, that's that's if the men don't F them up. Yeah, right, up for real. Much. For real. Yeah. Cause women, y'all look, look, y'all. Just like remember when Chris Boss lost the uh one of those the championship and he's the, the camera caught him walking down the tunnel. Yeah. He just went down to a knee and just started crying, you yeah. know, slid down the wall. This is what women do. All right, y'all, y'all feel it. You go to that tunnel, you drop to a knee and you let it out. Let All it right. Go. Men, we we open that jar for like half a second. <laughs> Close that so jump back up. up and then push it down. Push it down. Do some man shit right now. Do some man right. shit. Act like you have do some push ups real do quick. Stuff. All right. Like act like you have answers and do some man shit right now. Okay. Like, yeah, for real. Oh man. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I mean this this just situation and, and I think about it now, just in the space that I'm in now. And I look back, and this was about what, about a year, almost almost two years ago. Oh snap! It was. It was a year. Yeah, longer than that. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was almost two years. It's been almost two years. Yeah. Holy crap! And, yeah. And I, I, I look back at that, and I see myself, and I try to reflect. Like, damn, I was an asshole. But, right. that, but that's just how 
Like mentally, that's just where I was at. Like, man, fuck that, man. I ain't say that, but I was gonna say that. Forget her. No, 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 no. <laughs> we said what we said. Like, cause I, I ain't gonna lie, I went through all those stages that night, that day. Because yeah. by the end of it, I looked at some of the pictures that we had took on Facebook, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I look sad, even though I'm yeah, smiling. Yeah. But as the night went along, yeah, I was like, you know what? Up inside, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Cause I'm with family. I'm not gonna let that. Word I'm not gonna say on the air. Yeah, uh, yeah. ruin my night. Yeah. Um. But That's yeah. True. No, man. I'm glad y'all. I'm glad they all stay. I'm glad y'all stay for like another day. Cause for sure. I'm like, man. I needed that. I needed y'all. Like that was a perfect time to be around family. To be honest. That's true. Because That's I mean, shoot, that's your support system. But yeah, no. Like in a way, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like y'all were. You know, when I was around y'all, I was like, "Yeah, right." I mean, but 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 you needed you needed that that soothing that that security from somebody else to be like, "Hey, man, it's gonna be all right. Here's yeah. what we can do. Here's what we can yeah. try. Go ahead and cry. Do it. Let it out. You're gonna feel better." Shoot, you see, I had to excuse myself a couple of times. Of course, <laughs> like, of course. Like, hell yeah! But um, even. And you think about that, just how men are in general to one another. Like, I, I I have to reflect on my relationship that I had with my father. And then I have to compare it. I compare it to my, my relationship that I had with my son. Andrew. Right, right. So, Andrew, I love my boy. He, he loves to cuddle. He, he loves physical action. He loves to wrestle. And all that, but his his feelings also get easily hurt. And he's nine years old, and for a majority of his life, I have been a certain way. Like I felt like for years, I've neglected that side of my son because I never gained the understanding for myself as to what it meant to be in tune with that, with that, with your emotions, emotional side. Or to even have emotional intelligence enough to be able to console him, soothe him, see right. him, make him feel safe and secure. Like just there was never a foundation built. Why? Right. Like I like I see you. you right. Know, like I see what's going on. I see you. Bro. Right. I, I I never I never had that that type of foundation. And I also know that the way that I experienced life growing up, like my eight year old self is totally different from Andrew eight nine year old self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would never <laughs> share the same experience of upbringing. And I think that where I make the mistake is I'm, I'm so hard on him. Yeah. And it's like, men always say, like, you got to be hard on your son because that's your boy. You want, you want him to grow to be a man, strong, all these things that we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. But I realized, dude, that my expectations for him exceeded my ability to teach. Like what I, what I'm learning now, like I'm 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 learning it now, but years prior and having to teach my son, I had high expectations for him as a man, as a boy becoming a man. Boys to men. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and but I'm realizing that it exceeded my ability to even teach him the foundations, the, the foundational principles of you know what it's like to be a a male, a boy. Well, man. Mind if I cut in for a second? Oh, do it. Um, well, he's only nine, going on ten, I think. Yeah, right. Uh, so I honestly, kids are very impressionable, and like I said in the last uh, episode, I think I don't know, but uh, kids see more than we realize, and they, uh, they learn from what they see. Right. So I would think that because you have started to reach this um, emotional enlightenment or awakening turning point (laughs) yeah um, turning point that's a good one Um, that he sees that and he's probably going to mimic it as well and now like that you've already that you've you've achieved these levels uh, I think it ain't I mean you can go ahead and start showing them. Like, I mean, it, it, it's like, dude, it's okay to cry. It's okay to voice your feelings. And when you don't know what to do, right. 
Punch a pillow. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and no. Yes, and no. I mean, because when he gets angry, he gets angry. And I can see that because when I got angry, I got angry. And my anger was to internalize or I'm going to blow the F up. Yep. You yep, know what yep. I'm saying? And he he internalized it. So he, he's mimicking, like, he. this is my image. Right. He, he's, like, he's an image of me. Like father, so he, like he, son. Exactly. So he mimics the things that I've done subconsciously and consciously that I do on the yeah. regular. And for me, bro, like it's for me is finding a balance and meeting him where he is. Right. And then being able to cultivate that and ele- and elevate him. Yeah. And and that for me, just like the what I've been struggling with for a while is discipline so that that takes discipline for me to be able to even well first of even to be able to acknowledge that and see where i am in it and then okay all right so let's let's move i see you see where you at let's go let's move like this is a whole this is a whole human it's like he's, he's my image i ain't even gonna talk about my girls yet that's a whole nother a whole nother <laughs> i might I'm I might start, but I mean, just for my son, even even when I was, you know, trying to write some stuff out, write my thoughts out, I journal a lot, and even doing my journaling, I journaled about this, and I broke down. Like I had an ugly cry because it's, it's so much stuff that I have not done, and I'm so hard on myself. Like I critique myself like harshly. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. you you fucking up. Like, come on, get your shit together. Well, we are our own worst critics. We are, and uh, it, it's just that that's, that's, that just me for me coming into the realization of that. Like, it done something. It did. It did something to me. Mm. And I listened to this video. Uh, our cousin had sent to me, and uh, she was like, "Are you open to listening to it?" I was like, "Hell yeah, send it to me." And I and I knew the pastor. Uh, and for some of y'all, like some people have to listen to this objectively because some people are not as religious or, you know what I'm saying? Um, they're, they're not like that. Right. Just Stop. take when you listen to it, if you listen to it, I mean, just take the message at what he's, I don't want to say at face value, but like, no, pretty much, pretty much, yeah, shoot like, the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah, exactly. Like, if it you're not religious, that's fine. But the thing but, that he's saying is, is straight, it's, it's profound. And one one thing that he it stuck with me was whatever isn't transformed is transferred. Mm. And when he said that crap, I had the ugly cry. Oh, <laughs> did he just say that to me? <laughs> like, it, it hit me hard That's because it's like whatever whatever is not transformed, is like what you're doing, what you're changing about yourself is is transferred. And but, Go ahead. But if it, if it's in the process of transforming for the better, wouldn't the people, the person, uh, or people that that is possibly transferring to, wouldn't they see that and then try to mimic it as well? Like, oh well, they're doing this. Then let me see if I can emulate what they're doing. They're doing I it mean, better. They're doing it this. You know, I'm not sure because I'm 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 going through it. I'm in the process of it. Like, I haven't fully like. There are certain things in my life. That I'm that I'm dealing with, struggling with. Yeah. That I'm I'm attempting, I'm practicing transforming. Like, bro, like you you know, like changing a changing habits or anything. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty much changing your identity. Yeah. With all of this. But it's 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 tough. It's tough. Like you you get it intellectually, but it's a, that change? It's one thing to understand it, but it's one thing to actually implement it Correct. the proper way. It's tough. I mean, and, and it and it leaves me with so much confusion. Like I, I'm constantly having to read. Uh, I I talk to my therapist every week. Like I'm constantly having to do those things to get me mm-hmm. to a place to where I have to be. My my son and my girls have to be in a way better position than right. I was even now as an adult. I need to get them there. I need to. I need to set up those foundations for them. And as a father, man, when I mean, you realize some stuff about yourself, right? It's like, damn, dude. Like, what? What the hell you being? <laughs> what the, like, what? Yeah. And so, <clears throat> um, 
prime example, like I've been trying to be on this journey um, uh, for of, of, of I want to say self enlightenment or you know like all all that stuff. And there's this there's this book that I had um, got from this wonderful kind lady on her jog. I was on my ride, my bike ride, because prime example. Um, when it comes to all the emotional stuff and not being able to process them properly, mm-hmm. when uh, when Boston had uh, did what she did to me, and I was on the I was on the road. All right, I was in North Carolina, yeah. and uh, um, she she just I was I was four hundred and fifty miles, five hundred miles away from home. This happened on January 13th. Actually, it was the, uh, on a Friday. January, yeah. the It was the 11th or the 13th in 2017. And I called my dispatcher up. I was like, hey, man, I just got some really, really crappy news. And I would love to stay out here a little bit longer. But the way my emotional state is right now, I can't. Right. I need to go home. For, give me the weekend. Okay? Give me, give me a few days. Right. He was like, "All right, okay." He didn't ask any questions. He just, "All right, we'll go ahead and get you home." Gotcha. Just get, just going home. And uh, I was riding my bike because normally I ride my bike. At the time, I ride my bike to uh, relieve that stress and relieve the emotions to ride it out. Right. I'm in the middle of my ride, and I can't stop thinking about this mess. No matter how hard I ride, how hard I pedal, how much yeah. I spin myself, like I couldn't do it. So I literally just pulled off to the side of the road. And just broke down, and this lady was on her jog. I forget her, her name. I won't say her name, but um, mm-hmm. uh, we were were good friends after this. We would meet up every time I came home for coffee or tea or whatnot, and just mm-hmm. talk. And she gave me this book uh, called "The Fifth Agreement: The Practical Guide to Self Mastery." Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and bruh, I ain't even finished it yet. But like within the first few chapters, like of reading that book, I'm like, oh my. God, where has this been? So, I mean, uh, it 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 it's plenty of stuff we can use to implement all this. It's just once we get that information, it's what we do with what it. What we do with it, right? And yeah, it's uh, tough. Like once we get the information, you also have to. It's what we do with it, but it's like, are you are you at the capacity to be able to handle it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's uh. That's what's up. What, what's the name of the book again? It's called it's called uh The Fifth Agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz and Don right. Jose Ruiz. I'm guessing it's the father son thing. Right. And uh you can get it. It's pretty cheap right now. It's on uh um at Target or Google Play and all that stuff. Even if you want to get it off of Amazon. Shoot, like it's 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 amazing. Right. The parts I've read so far. And when I when I was talking about the uh when you when something isn't transformed, it's transferred. That's a pastor. He's doing a series, uh, Forgiveness University. Um, and the name of the the video is Fathers Unaware. Uh, look it up on YouTube. It's an hour and 30-something minutes long. But I guarantee you it's it's some real heavy-hitting stuff, and it gets you to thinking. So yep. definitely check that out. And uh, um, before all y'all say, like, I ain't got that much time. You can listen to it in parts. All yes, right. Remember, remember where, <laughs> remember where you were. Well, we in we in Corona by here. Yeah, y'all better have time. You nah, better have time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, like sometimes we can get a little long winded on this podcast. I know, yeah, I know, we, some of y'all are listen to this day. whole thing the entire way through. But what if that's mean? the case, listen to it in parts. Fifteen minutes here, fifteen minutes there, and then finish that sucker on out. You know. Straight up. So, all right, let's jump to the next thing. Yeah, because I'm trying to finish up. Yeah, right. right. So. Uh, so you mentioned in the fir- in our first episode, you mentioned uh, you talked about pops not coming to the hospital. Mm. Um, that was my first time ever hearing that, bro. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Oh, <laughs> so I did. I did not know that. So even during the podcast, I was talking, but it was still lingering on my mind. Like it, it hit me. Like, wait, what? So I had to. I, I talked to my mom. Mm-hmm. And I got her input on it, and she told dog, me, "Dog, I could tell that that of the the effect that it had on her, 
And even even to this day, like you're talking about like holding something in and really not having a resolve, like it still affects a certain part. It's a scar. And even when we talked about this, mm-hmm. like it's just like you get cut open and it turns into a scar. But when certain things happen or being said or, you know, any type of events happen or take place, that scar gets reopened. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it, it like it's 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 hurtful. Like I got from dude, it's I can't even talk right now. Uh <laughs> what, what, what I got from that was like and again, I, I talked to Pops too about it too. And yeah. and he owned his, he, he acknowledged it or whatnot. Yeah. But it's like I'm thinking about negligence in the sense of how I compare it to my relationship with my wife, my relationship, my relationship to my children. Mm-hmm. Everything now for me has been set, like re- reflecting self reflection. Mm-hmm. All right, you see the you see the issues of what took place between your parents. Yeah, you're not your parents. Mm-hmm. I get that, but a part of what took place, a part of what happened, has affected me in some way, form, or fashion. Right. And when you think about. <clears throat> I hear a lot black women get shitted on. They do. And mm. when I, I looked at my mom and, I, and I, I was like, I see depression. I see anger. I see hurt. I see abandonment. I see betrayal because she was there by herself. Like she was there by herself trying to be strong. And hold it together. And hold it together for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and... Go ahead, go ahead. What you got? I, I was just gonna say I can only imagine what it was like not knowing if you were gonna bring your baby boy home. So exactly. I mean, you know, and I'm not not to take anything away from uh, uh, her struggle, yeah. but like uh, on Pop's end too. Like I, I like I said, I understood because yeah. I mean, I if I was in that position, I wouldn't know what to do. Like what what else can I do besides just be there and hold you and and like. But you that's know, that's just, the thing, you know. and that's that's the thing. Like I, I get that too, but he wasn't he wasn't aware. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't aware emotionally, and I feel like had he had he been the way that we are trying to become as as men and as fathers, like I feel like that hands down the empathy and all of that, all of that would have been down. Like no matter what, like fuck what everything else is going on with the world with life. My son is here. Yeah. And I, I think that just because he didn't have that foundation, it wasn't transferred. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't transferred to him to where he could be there for his wife and his for his kid on the, on the, on the emotional level. And I mean, and, and the thing about it is, I don't blame, I don't fault him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. what it, it is, what it is. It's they, just life, and that's what happened. Yeah. They both dealt with all this stuff in their own way. Right. <clears throat> But when you think about, you, you, have you have, did you watch the movie Us? No, is that the one? Uh, well, no, Jordan Peele directed it. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the one who did the uh, Get Out movie. Yeah, no, I never saw. So it. You, right, so you got little Peter, and um, I can't Umbaku Winston. Yeah, the, the, the two who played in Black Panther. I say we will not have it too. <laughs> <laughs> we will not have it. So, the movie Us, and I'm going to reference this part because when I bring about the how, what my what our mom felt during the during that time while you was in the hospital, <laughs> like the the dark side, yeah. So, and I'm trying not to tell the movie because some people may not have seen it, but you spoil it for me, shoot, I don't know. All right, so so we're all the reference is like we're all tethered or bound to a dark side, no matter what. And when it, when it, meaning the pain, suffering, hurt, depression, all of that stuff, when it isn't acknowledged, we, we, I guess we will succumb to the darkness. So it's like, you're, you're this type of person happy go lucky, but you know, there's also a dark side to you. Yeah. There's also the other part to where if a mother would and do this <laughs> or something like that, like <laughs> you turn dark. Yeah. And, and and so in this movie, um, 
it's the girl, the little girl, go to the uh, the carnival with with her parents. Mm-hmm. She she wanders off, goes into this little um, this um, I guess the, the play area where not that right. has mirrors inside of it. She go in there. Long story short, she looks into the mirror. She sees that the reflection has its own a body of its own, but it looks like her. Yeah, and. Ultimately, I don't want to spoil it, but you just just watch the movie. Like it, something happens, and at the end of the movie, I'm like, "There's a twist," and I'm like, "Oh hell no, that ain't just happen." <laughs> Come on, man. Is it gonna be one of those things where at the end I'm gonna be mad? You ain't gonna be mad. I, I was very sad. The, the movie was very awesome. I, I, I have to say that. Okay, but um. <laughs> I'm just but, gonna skip to the end. Then. I'm gonna watch the beginning no, and skip to the end. <laughs> don't skip to the don't, don't skip to the end. But anyway, move on. Let's, let's try to move on. Uh, yeah. But all of this it, it brought about for me seeing myself in the situation mm. and being able to see what can I, what can I, what what can I learn from this situation? It's all of it, right? And, That's how it's been for me. And then just being able to take ownership and knowing where I am in all of it. And I remember I told you, I was like, dude, I, I don't want to leave you behind with what, what's happening as far as like growth and development. I want you to, I want you to come with me. Right. Like, I need you here. Like, I need you to get it as well as I'm getting it. Whatever I'm getting the information that's being fed to me, I want to feed it to you too. Right. So I, I definitely, um, Man, I just appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you for even doing this with your boy. No uh, I love our conversations. I love you, man. I love you I too. Like more, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and we're gonna get a little sappy for a sec. But um, go ahead, man. I'm ready to get sappy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> hold on. I do love you, man. Like more than you will ever know because there are some things that have happened to me that if I didn't talk to you or talk about it to somebody you were the first one that was on my mind and uh, you have talked me off of a lot of ledges and I thank you for that I appreciate you man I thank you you are my dude. You my guy. Always. <laughs> yeah. Always. Mm. I just appreciate you for trusting <laughs> <laughs> my growth and the process of it all, dog. Because that, dog, bro, it's, it's been hard. It's been really tough. And I don't know. It's like when when men or just when fathers are just unaware yep like you you leave you leave that person or your child having to try to erect their life without the proper building blocks right and i feel like now with, with you and i we we didn't have the proper building blocks and because i've been so protective of you and felt like i've like I, I raised you. It's yeah. like, bro, I got to get this shit together for not only for myself, but for you, for my children, for my wife, for my any other persons I have relationship with. And and it, it, it's just it's like I'm hauling ass trying to get to that point. Yeah, I, I know it's a process. It takes it, it takes time and patience. But dude, like I, I I look at you. I have conversations with you. After I have conversations with you, I feel. I feel alive, like right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love it, right? Um, and what you got? My whole my whole thing was like in this whole journey, like we 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 were holding each other accountable, yeah. But like yeah. I feel like if there's ever those moments where, you know, you feel yourself slipping or you know whatever the case may be, yeah. I just want to be like, hey, I got you. Grab my hand, I'm gonna sell you enough. forward. I will yeah. sling you forward like a slingshot. Sure. This is what this is, cuz. Yeah, yeah. 
Got a brother over here getting emotional and shit. I know, I know, I know. All right, all right. So let's okay. I'm be good. I'm straight though. Don't don't edit it. Leave it in there. Right, right. (laughs) So, uh, unlearning versus learning. Talking about is it easier to unlearn behaviors or habits, or learn and apply new habits or behaviors what's your thoughts cause? i think it is easier to learn and apply new habits and behaviors than it is to learn because just it, it takes way more time to kick a bad habit or whatever the case may be than it does to learn a new one and i feel like but if you do learn that new one you in it you're, you're kind of sort of like subconsciously kicking the old one as well as learning the new one because in order to learn a new one you got to kick the old one so technically you're doing both at the same time yeah, 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 and no. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't. Here's why. Here's why. Learning a new habit. Like right now, I'm about to. Uh, I'm studying for my Network Plus certification. That's for IT for people who don't know. Right. Because I, I just feel like it's, I've been in IT for too long not to have progressed as far as I have been in my career. Mm. But that's a whole other thing. Anywho, but learning a new skill. It's so much easier. Now, unlearning something, and this is what I've been learning and, and writing out in my journey and all this stuff. Unlearning is like a shift in 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 you, your care, your, your identity. Right. And you're you moving, you're moving beyond your your previous beliefs, your assumptions, your values, everything that you saw growing up, your experiences of this is what this is supposed to be like. This is this is solid. This is mm-hmm. static. Mm-hmm. And now intellectually, dog, you, you you get it. You get the change that needs to take place and you know the, the habits and behaviors that you need to unlearn. Yeah. And you want to do it because you can see the effect, yep. you know, the potential it has for you and your children, for me in my case, for my children. Mm-hmm. And you want to be successful. However, <laughs> however, however, emotionally and socially, mm. it's extremely difficult because you are changing the, um, like the fundamental construct of your identity. Oh, that sounds real good. Didn't yeah, it did. Too. <laughs> I'll let you roll with it. I ain't gonna say nothing. It's, 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 uh, it's changing the construct of your identity and. <laughs> Dog, for me, just in this in this two years time span, I've made like baby step changes, like here, there, and and it's starting to uh, to grow. Right, but dog, I still fall victim to the same habits and behaviors. I ain't gonna lie to you. Me too. Me too. We all do. We all ain't gonna lie. We all kind of succumb to those little bits and pieces every once we in do. a while. We do. We do. So that's that's been my struggle, bro. That's definitely been my struggle. Yeah, I mean, I, I <sighs> shit, I can't even sit on that because I know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tight. It's tight, but it's right. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Bars. Bars. Don't hate the player. Uh, hate the game. Straight up, so we gonna end it out, man. We had we had about forty eight minutes. Hopefully, y'all listen to this thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I got a book for y'all to check out. Uh, I, I'm I'm in this. I'm part of this man's group, and uh, they talked about this book, and it's called Outwitting the Devil, and it's by Napoleon Hill. Some of you guys know who Napoleon Hill is. He's the one who wrote Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I've read that book before, yep. but now I'm going to have to go back and read it again because it may be some things. I'm, I'm sure some things that I've missed in that book um, that's definitely going to like catapult me somewhere. Right. I don't know what it's going to look like, but whatever. But that, the book is about it's, it's an imagined interview between Napoleon Hill, the author, and the devil himself. And it brings certain truths from the root of evil, which will help us avoid his grass and live a good life, right? And again, just like with the with the YouTube video, you know, go into it thinking objectively. Um, 
But the seven principles that it that it talks about, number one, definiteness of purpose. Choose a purpose, a grand aspiration, a big goal, and move towards it relentlessly. Uh, principle two, mastery over self. Discipline equals freedom. If you're driven by impulse all of your life, you'll go nowhere, like a drifter. And it talks about what the drifter is in the book. Check it out. Number three, learning from adversity. Failures are just failures, whether we learn from them or let them stop us, let us let them stop us is up to us. Number four, controlling environmental influence. Who you hang out with matters. What your room looks like matters. Five, time. Time can make drifting and negativity permanent, but it can also make positivity and wisdom permanent. Mm-hmm. That messed me up when I read. When I anyway, <laughs> read the book. Read, read it. Number six, harmony. In order for you to balance mental, spiritual, and physical aspects of your life, you must be the main actor. And number seven, caution. Always act, but always think before you act. So that's a that's a book suggestion. I don't know if I'm gonna be doing that every episode, but I just had to share that book because that book was was boring. Right, right. You already done got two Y'all already done got two good book recommendations in this podcast. So yay. Straight up. Try to check them out if you can. Straight up. And we ain't we ain't getting paid. Nope. It ain't like we try to have <laughs> <laughs> We have a time. I wish. You know what I'm It'd be nice, but yeah. it's all good. But um Hey man, that's that's it, man. You want to wrap this thing up? Yeah. Now. Once again, everybody, thank you for listening to the Two Brothers from the Same Mother podcast. We really appreciate y'all coming in this far. And if you listen to the whole thing in one go, well, thank you, thank you very kindly. I appreciate it. And also, you you're able to leave a voice. Exactly. You can, you can let us know what you thought of look what you thought of the podcast. You can give your input, mm-hmm. your opinions, whatever. If you have some other stuff that you was like, yo, y'all can do this and say this a little bit, better. right? Hey man, yeah, I, I accept constructive criticism. I mm-hmm. love it. And hell, we'll, we'll uh actually need to set up an email or something. So if y'all want to email us some stuff, and you don't want it, your voice to be on the podcast or whatnot, like email us something, and you know, if it's a question or some advice or some something, anything, you know, just just uh, send it on in. Yes, sir. But anyway, this is uh, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you. This is Nick, and that's Charles. Thank you guys for listening to us. Listen, dog. The fact of the matter is, I'm on a narrow path, and 